and they're not going to visit your home uninvited and beat on your door. But you can give them a call, and they'll head right over and take care of any pests in and around your home. Trust me, if you have pests, you won't have them for long. That's the local guys, Cardinal Environmental Solutions. Call right now, 704-950-140, 704-950-140, or cardinalenvironmentalsolutions.com. WFNZ FM Harrisburg and WLNK HD3 Charlotte. The exclusive home of the Charlotte Hornets. Broadcasting live from the Planet Kia Studios, the best place on the planet to buy a car. Josviak holds the ball, looking at the shot, he scores! To the outside, with room, and into the end zone. Good. Dennis Smith Jr. is tied at Charlotte Sports Today with your host, Jeff Rickard. What was that? <laughs> your computer loves you, man. It loves you. Is that a Woj bomb? That's a Woj bomb. That was a Woj bomb. Your it computer, is a Woj bomb. Your computer seriously hates you. It happens. It happens. My host and my board sometimes don't like me. Your host always likes you. Where does this come from? Where does this come from? Mac thinks I hate him, too. Here's the Woj bomb, though, just on Twitter just a moment ago. Apparently, there we go. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Twitter, breaking. Michael Jordan is finalizing a sale of the Charlotte Hornets to a group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall, ending his 13-year run as majority owner. Michael going to get paid is what it is, Colin. Whew. That's a weight off my shoulders heading into the weekend. Were I was worried, worried about, about him. I were was. you worried about him being able to pay the bills I moving was. forward? You know, it was getting embarrassing having to buy groceries for him and stuff like that, but now he's got his own money. <laughs> he comes up to one Julian Price place every so often like, hey, dude, just till Wednesday I get paid on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just tie me over a little bit. <laughs> the Nike check comes at the end of the month. Can you just give me something <laughs> until then? Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. The, the new Jays didn't sell quite as well as we thought. Can you help me? Uh, I will always love Michael Jordan, just so you know. Always. Yes. All right. Are you glad that he's going to be out as the owner? Do you think it makes that much of a difference? I don't think he's taken a lot of heat for holding the team back. Do you buy into that? Uh, he certainly bears some of that responsibility. Yes. He I think does. everybody in an organization does, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody but does. He's the long. He's the longest tenured by quite a quite 13 a while. Thirteen years. Quite 13 years. Well, uh, even longer than that with the team. So, uh, Mac stayed over through the break. Talk about this a little bit and some other things as well. What are your thoughts on this becoming finalized now? Michael Jordan selling the team, his majority interest. Well, first of all, I love the way news seems to always break at 10.01 when you do a morning show. You used to do, <laughs> oh, both, both of you guys used to work on morning you shows. You clearly don't have anything to talk about until 10.01, right? But we did have the drama of Flanders, 70-something-year-old secret admirer. So I, I would, I'm not jealous. That you know who's very... going to be jealous of a 76-year-old is clearly Travis is going to be jealous. Bone is going to be jealous. <laughs> the original Golden Girls stand is going to be jealous. He's the one with the Golden Girls fetish, not Flounder. So that would have been a better match you, there. Flounder may now be – he may have competition. <laughs> um, as far as Jordan, it's interesting timing that this gets out before the draft because there was the report yesterday from Jake Fisher, Bleach Report, that Michael wants to meet with Scoot. 
and Brandon Miller next week yeah. and talk to them face-to-face. So I don't know if part of the deal is, hey, I get one last one. Let me make one, make one last draft pick. This is the one I'm going to hit. This is the one I'm going to get right. I think it's time for a change, though. And, and you said everybody bears the brunt of, of responsibility for the Hornets not achieving what we want them to achieve. But he's the one at the top. He's the one that hires everybody. He's the one that signs off on everybody. He also is the one that got involved way too much in draft picks for somebody that should not be getting involved in draft. Well, it's interesting because it it seems like some fans want it both ways. They don't want him to be involved as much in draft picks, but they want him to be more involved in the organization. He gets criticized for being on the golf course too much. Then when he does get involved, people criticize him for the owner stuff. What what would, in your opinion, if you were making an outline for what an owner is responsible for, what would it be? Well, first of all, you got to make, you know, you have to hire better coaches. You have to do that. You do have to step out of the way. I do like the way he has stepped out of the way and trusted Mitch, although I do have questions um, on Mitch. And is he the one we want to take us further? You got Mello uh, and Mark Williams so far the last couple of years. He's also missed on four or five no, in the he last ha- couple of years. He has. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of hits there. You can't deny that. But um, I, it's time for a change, Jeff. It has not gone well, man. You know what I mean? I know, you, I know you've got championship buzz over there and stuff. It mm-hmm. has not gone well here. It has been uh, it, 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 a change may not be great. But it's time for a change, and he'll still be a part of the organization, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a minority stake that he will have. Yeah, right. And, and I think he'll always try to be part of the organization, right? And I don't know, maybe he's just ready to go do other things. Look, the dude just turned 60 or 61, right? Maybe he wants to just go play golf full-time and not worry as much about stuff. Show up at a board meeting once a quarter and oh, call no, it is, good. Is that possibly what That's he's what been he's doing? Been doing. <laughs> Again, is he over-involved or is he on the golf course too much? You can't have it both no, ways. He used to be, you're it, sure you can. Wait, oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You're talking about the two different ways he exists. The way he exists for 51 weeks out of the year and then the way he exists for one week out of the year. So is that perception or is that reality, though? Well, all we have is perception. I'm just – I don't – I'm just – Yeah, I'm just saying all we – they don't run this bring, stuff by here's us. My, here's my problem. For me personally, this is totally my problem. I bring stuff up and I get attacked for bringing it up and asking the question. No, no, you said you can't have it both ways. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't play innocent here. Well, listen, I, this ain't Burger King. I think this studio's Burger King. I'm going to have it my way. Yeah, it's, like, it's draft week. We were used to having our hackles up this week, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a, te- it's, a, it's a testy week for us as Hornets fans. Has your organization ever drafted a five foot ten point guard sight unseen because your, your crusty old 70-year-old uh, coach says, I need another point guard rather than a franchise center because we've lived that. Well, let me tell you what I've lived too. Before before this week, before this week, and this will hit, this will resonate with the older members of this audience. For 43 years before the Nuggets finally won, we were littered with a history of drafting people like Mark Allery. If you remember that guy, I feel so bad for you after watching your uh, championship parade highlights yesterday. By the way, your head coach knows how to party. You only waited I'm just half as long that. as I did. Your head coach knows how to party. He I don't want to hear about your Emmanuel Moutier. Tell me how long you had to wait. <laughs> Tell, Mac, this is what he was bragging about this morning. How long did you have to wait for an Avs championship? Eight months. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're not. I'm not. We're not in the mood to. This isn't the right week to talk to this but, man, Colin. It's just I did, not. I did wait 37 years for a. Actually, technically 38 for a Broncos championship and 43 for an Nuggets championship. Oh, please tell me we're not talking about Broncos championships. All right, mm-hmm. please tell me that ain't mm-hmm. coming up. I don't know. We'll see. All, all my point is, is 
it's going to, you know, part of this is, is we'll talk about the fact that I brought up the Colin too. Like he whines and complains about not having a Charlotte pro championship. And I get that, but as any, we're still researching this today. Has any state had more college basketball championships than the state of North Carolina? Maybe California. We have to look and see. We are blessed there. 100%. So I love it. I'm not crying too many tears. Okay. Okay. I, as far as Jordan goes and we have to, obviously we have to get into the mode where we, you know, we've got to learn a lot about, you know, the, the two gentlemen, you know, Plotkin and Schnall and right. how, you know, what are they about? And we have to hear from them. Um, it's no guarantee. It's no guarantee that you just do this mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we're great. I just keep going back to a change. I feel like I've seen what Michael can do. I could, I saw his hands-on, over-involved phase. I've seen the less-involved phase. I am hoping for a new ownership group that is in the middle of those two. I have somebody else that wants to win. Well, there's a lot of Hornets news because... Bomb? Yeah, well, Mark Stein, who's very, very well-connected in his own right... About 30 minutes ago, I I think it was on his podcast, actually, said, quote, based on what I'm hearing, yes, the Pelicans are legitimately legitimately considering doesn't mean they would 100% do it, but they are trying to discuss assembling a deal for Charlotte's number two pick that involves Zion Williamson. Oh, dear. Mm. So that is not going away, Jeff, the the New Orleans stuff there with the the Hornets. No. We get rid of MJ, but we're going to have Zion in, order. And in 25 order. games. Rank these, oh. rank these for me. <laughs> That's on true. your scale, Mac, rank these for me. In in your order, Scoop, Miller, Zion, who do you want here next year? In order. I think that's the order. And here's the, here's the one thing I will say to you. I get all the off-court stuff. That makes total sense to me. It's one of the reasons I'm still 50-50. But you do realize that Brandon Miller is a hell of a player, right? You make it sound when you talk about when you guys talk about it in the morning. You make it sound like Brandon Miller is lucky to make a, a, a no, G League. I'm not team trying to make year. it seem that. I say all the time. I th- I think he is. I think he's going to be a good basketball player. I just think Scoot has a chance to be a star and something special. But I what put him ahead of Zion. Though. What would you say about Zion? Oh Zion, I, I don't trust. Zion, he can, I don't say, trust he can play thirty games in this league. I think you could, and, he, and he's thirty nine million dollars per year, and his yeah. new contract just kicks in this year. I mean, I just and, – and is that the sort of thing, too, that we do, Colin, as as Hornets, and it works out? Like, he could go somewhere else and all of a sudden magically be healthy. But in Charlotte, us taking that risk, is the risk-reward thing really going to turn out reward in Charlotte? What is going like, to turn out I reward? Because nothing you've done has turned out reward Drafting yet. LaMelo. Drafting LaMelo was a What have you gotten out of, of that? Uh, excitement. <laughs> got a, a little bit of excitement. All right. Um, Can we talk and, about and By the way, when I say yeah. that, I love LaMelo. It was the Clearly. right pick, and I Clearly. love it. It sounded like it. Yeah, yeah. It was no, really but my point, is, my point is, at least there's a possibility. You know if he's healthy. And I, that's a big question. I agree with you on that. But you know, I'm for the sake of argument, you know if he's healthy, he can be one of the top players in the NBA, Zion, Absolutely. Right? But there's too much risk there. Like you end up. And there's stuck no risk with, in a draft pick. You get it. You end no, because not this type of risk. He's on a rookie deal. This is five years, hundred ninety-four million dollar contract that just starts this coming season. Mm. Like more millions than games played. Can we talk about the wording? <laughs> out? Can we, can we talk about the wording of the report though from Stein and Collins? All about wording, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Semantics. Pelicans are considering. Doesn't mean they would do it, and it doesn't assembling mean assembling a deal. So it feels like it's on the the Pelicans end that are the Hornets are. 
Do they already know the Hornets are interested? In okay, their... yeah. Is that the way? Well, here's, here's, here's how I read that. A deal, as, so, yeah. as a guy who spent a lot of his career on the reporter side, I don't do that anymore, but I spent a lot of my time doing it. I read that as that's who Mark Stein has talked to was the Pelicans. He yeah. probably hasn't talked to the, to the so Hornets about that he doesn't know if yet. the Hornets are That's in. how I would I, read that. I know we're focused on Zion, but is it worth noting that Mitch Kupchak drafted Brandon Ingram? Yeah, we, that, we were talking about that the yeah, other day. that's a good point. Yep. See, Ingram, Ingram entices me. Ingram is one that I could get a little bit more excited about. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is an injury history with him, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as extreme. And I, I just, the Zion one, it just scares the crap out of me. Like, he'll never stay healthy and we're stuck with this $39 million if per year albatross. If they did do it, would you initially embrace it if it came to fruition and was a Which reality? One, Zion. Or would, you go, or would you go screaming and kicking and dragging your feet the entire way? No, I'd scream for about a day or so. Yeah. Two, maybe. Yeah. And then eventually, I mean, eventually you got it. I mean, let's face it. I would get to the point, Jeff, let's put it this way, where I would start daydreaming about LaMelo and Zion running the pick and roll and LaMelo and Zion running the break. Like, I would eventually get to that point. But, like, my initial reaction, kind of like my initial reaction on Hayward, my initial reaction was, oh, I, I didn't like it. And then I started to embrace it, and it turned out I was probably right initially. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but I, I tried, eventually, Colin, you know me, like, I try to get to the point where I embrace everything. Like, yeah. I had myself believing in Baker Mayfield. Darnold I didn't really embrace. I tried that one on. That didn't work out you well tried. for me either. <laughs> I don't know. Would you embrace the Zion thing or you just – it's just so risky. I want to believe that he could come here and be the player that we that we were so excited to watch play in the ACC. I do worry, though, that in five years he's the size of Hugo just without wings. <laughs> Does he get the That's trampoline, the thing, though? Too, <laughs> he's performing at halftime in between the third and fourth quarter now. Hey, Mac, thanks for staying over. I appreciate oh, it, man. All right, fellas. Love you. Have a great weekend.